All right, Picture Me Living, Perfectly Imperfect Podcast, Episode 5, and I am recording. That's funny because when I lived in Utah, Ken was out there. We went snow tubing, and he recorded us going out on the mountain, and he was like, I am recording. You had to be there. Anyway, uh, Picture Me Living, and I'm recording this one in my closet slash um, office space. I got on some workout clothes. This is totally awesome. I'm so excited to go through this whole process with you guys to figure out what is going to work. But I do re- I do want to record most of the episodes and upload them to YouTube. So picture me living. Um, I'm working on my introduction. It is on my phone. I didn't plan this through. I'm recording on my phone. Basically, Picture Me Living is a means of an end to this crazy world that we live in. It is a means of an end to document our happy moments so that when we're sad, when we're sick, when we're just not okay, we have something to go look at. And 2022, we're blessed with all these cell phones and equipment to document that. Google Photos has unlimited storage space, and you can even put it on your, um, I had a Samsung for a long time. I know y'all make fun of people with Samsung, but I love having a Galaxy, and that's why I know about Google Photos, and uh, I actually have it on my iPhone. It works just the same. Unlimited storage space for photos, so even if you only got a one gigabyte phone, you can definitely save unlimited photos on Google Photos. And uh, next episode, we have a sponsor, you guys. We got our first sponsor for the Perfectly Imperfect uh, edition of Picture Me Living. Perfectly Imperfect is the podcast form of Picture Me Living. But uh, Picture Me Living is just a means to enjoy life through documentation. And I know a lot of people are coming over from our Facebook podcast groups. Thank you so much. And that's why I feel the need to introduce my business. And it is based on a website, picturemeliving.store. Picturemeliving.store, where you can find travel accessories and clothing, travel clothing for women. Where... You can look good and fashionable on your trips and your special outings in town or your road trips. I have a lot of leisure clothing, like just relaxed sweatpants and um, sets that go together that are extremely comfortable for traveling at a great price. PictureMeLiving.store and our Instagram is at picture underscore me underscore living at picture underscore me underscore living so sponsorship is the uh, next episode and I'm pretty excited about that I'm going to finally um, someone reached out to me and they were like hey I'm gonna sponsor a couple episodes I really believe in this and listen when I tell you I'm so ready I'm so ready to grow as a podcast as a business This is one of the first ventures that I've done, specifically with Picture Me Living, that 
I'm okay if people don't share. I'm okay if people, I mean, I would love for you to share. I actually would love for you to leave a review. I would love for you to leave five stars. You can do that now, actually, on your Apple Podcast while you're listening. Leave a five-star review. And if you could take it a step further and actually write a review, that would be awesome. Awesome sauce. But this is the first venture where I'm just like, you know, just enjoying the entire process. Every single failure, every single faux pas, I am enjoying every single process with you guys so much so to the point where i know i said one episode a week and i'm pumping them out left and right i've been listening in this uh podcast group to other people's podcasts and i just get so motivated listening to you guys like and i know i'm listening to them like on episode fucking 172 you know like they're very established but it's just so motivating and i'm ready i'm ready to get there and I'm ready to take my time to get there and dive into these subjects so that you guys can get to know me and my personality a lot better than, you know, the shallow image of a picture. And that is why I wanted to branch off with Picture Me Living, because pictures can be a little shallow and to expect perfection from. See, you know what? When y'all watch this video, y'all gonna see my little rigged up uh, podcast set up. But, you know, it's kind of shallow to accept, to expect perfection from a picture. So, y'all about to hear me talk. This, let's get into this, uh, oh, I got my first negative feedback, you guys. I got my first constructive criticism of Picture Me Living, which, uh, it was someone, a close friend of mine, that they listened to episode one only, and he said that, he would prefer to hear a story and he was waiting for a story waiting 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 and i was just explaining all the things that went wrong and why i was late with the podcast and i started talking about my trip and he's not really into traveling as as deep as i am and i said well that's where you know 40 to 50 percent of my stories are going to be revolving around traveling hopefully you can relate to them or learn from them but um, I assured him that the more he listened, he'll get a more uh, deeper look into my personality and I will try to incorporate more stories. So with that being said, let's get into this travel etiquette. This is going to be an ongoing. This is going to be a very easy topic for me because I travel. I don't know if y'all noticed that, but I got I got a little bit of a travel resume, just a little bit, just a little bit. And uh, I've been on trips where I actually haven't been on a on a bad trip. I, in my opinion, I'm not even about to waste my time thinking about that. I will, if you see the video, you'll see I was actually about to think about it. No, I'm I'm not even gonna call any trip that I've been on. I've been in some petty situations that I've turned my frown upside down. And I've been in some situations that were extremely uncomfortable. I've been in some unsafe situations. I've been in some situations where um, my comfort was just completely robbed, specifically in airports. Um, 
sometimes airlines will in social intelligence we'll, we'll get into all of travel mishaps over time but today we're going to talk about travel etiquette and the most fun trips um well split checks my easier trips that have just went with no hassle no disagreements no pettiness no arguing no one almost getting arrested i've been on a couple trips where people have almost gotten arrested myself included um we want to split no checks i got it you can get the next one easier said than done so i guess the easiest way to uh and the question that i asked on social media is what is the pettiest split that you've experienced in a group setting uh trips dinner i want to know and i i glossed over mine an episode or two ago we're going to leave it in those episodes i'm not going to revisit it but um Basically, I got nickel and dime for item for a gift, and <laughs> that's that's still so funny to me. Bitches is petty, oh, like golly. And uh, I was at a dinner, and I'm sorry, at a happy hour where we split a fourteen dollar check, and I was just dumbfounded. Like, girl, I, I got it. It's fourteen dollars. It's fourteen fucking dollars. Um, so we're not going to revisit those. Those are my two most petty, but I've also been on a trip where I've had to say, yo, y'all paid for everything. Here's $200. Like, golly, I also don't want to be that person that, damn, I ain't never traveling with Trey Cherie because she don't pay for shit. Like, I don't, I don't want to be that person either. So it's a double-edged sword because... You know, what is the etiquette there? Is that something you talk about before you go on a trip? Is that something you agree upon before you go? Um, personally, like I said, I'm the person that I got it. You get it next time. Um, or if I pay for this excursion and I pay for the Airbnb, we'll discuss that at the end of the trip, man. But... I cringe when I'm at a dinner table and people are pulling out calculators like I only got a salad. Why the fuck did you come then? Like, <laughs> I just be so confused. So I guess the easiest way is to just completely evenly split the check. If it's five people at the table and the tab is $100, split that $100 five ways. It don't matter who got what, right? That's the easiest way to, um, oh man, recording this video is going to get kind of convoluted if people are calling me, huh? Hmm. Like I said, I'm enjoying the process. I am. I might have to get a, a, a set aside, um, not necessarily phone, but just camera or something just for the recording of this show. But the easiest way is an even split. Those are the best splits as far as keeping 
your company at ease and keeping everyone happy. Just splitting it easy, splitting it even, I mean, and it just makes it easy. But that brings me to a question, and this could be me being difficult. Um, why are you traveling with people that you don't trust to the point where you got to do all that? What do you mean, Treasury? Like, I'm, I'm going with people I trust. Now, it's so much deeper than that. It's like, what you're saying is, I trust you to know that I'm about to have a one night stand with this guy. But I don't trust that you're going to pay me back at the end of this trip. <laughs> like, do y'all not think stuff through? I'm very methodical. I am extremely methodical to the point where I think everything through. I really like to have zero anxiety, questions, depression at the end of that. I like to go to sleep with a fucking smile on my face without taking any medicine, uh, drugs, anything. I like to have clear communication. So that is why I'm very methodical and my air traffic control background created the very methodical thought process. And so that's why I ask questions like that. Why the fuck you traveling with people on a guy's trip? Uh, you trust this guy enough that he know you cheating on your wife, but we finna split this $40 tab because I don't think he gonna give me this $20 at the end of this trip. He ain't good with money. Like, explain that to me. Like, those are transactional friends. Why are you traveling with transactional friends that, you know, you burden them with your deep, dark secrets, but you don't really trust them? You don't you don't trust them with a hundred percent of your being. Y'all know I recently found out I was a transactional friend to someone and they hurt me to my core. It hurt to think that I'm close friends with somebody and I'm thinking that we're a hundred percent into this. And along the line of our friendship, I, I realized that she she has a lot of transactional friends. Like she even said you got friends for reasons. That's literally I have transactional friends. They are there for me when I need them in specific situations. But I don't really trust them like that. And when I realized that, I was like, damn. Am I transactional? No. No. Actions speak louder than words. And I realized maybe I am a transactional friend. Maybe I am just there when that person needs me. But when I need that person, they're not going to be there for me. That's a... That's a deep one right there. That's very deep. And that ties into this conversation because you traveling with transactional friends. First of all, don't invite me. I don't want to be at the table with the calculator because you don't trust her. You, you trust her to do all this other stuff and don't trust her to, to come on the trip with some money. I uh, We're all adults, man. We're all adults. I got it. I'll pay for it. I've said that in a lot of situations where I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I On this last trip I went on, I said that at a dinner table that I probably shouldn't have said that. At. The tab was well over $200. And um, yeah, I probably, shouldn't have, I probably shouldn't have said that. And I felt a little bit pressured because the person paid for our dinner the night before. But 
this was a stranger. So that goes into my next point. Like if you do end up eating with strangers on a trip, what's that etiquette? Do you just immediately say, hey, let me go get some cash? Or do you say, you know what? Uh, let me Venmo you right now. Because what if that next dinner is twice the price of the last dinner that they paid for? Um, once again, this is for strangers only. Because if you go with a group of people, you know, obviously y'all are going to continue having fun over time. So, and when you, when you fully trust people like that, like I know that it's a little offset. It's so much so offset. It's not just a couple of dollars. It's offset by a whole hundred dollars. So I'm going to go ahead and send you some like my perfect trip for this was Toronto. When I tell you it was at one point, those girls was arguing over who was going to pay for the section. And it's mainly because these are all air traffic control women and everybody wanted the rewards for their either airline card or hotel credit card whatever whatever card they had everybody wanted to pay for something it got to the end of the trip where Trey Cherie hadn't swiped her card at all and I had to actually sober up because we was lit I had to sober up and be like damn we had two sections we was here for two nights and I know them sections was like a thousand dollars a piece it's this many of us let me just send those two girls a couple hundred dollars a piece or whatever um I think all of those women trusted that we were all adults at the end of the trip that we can police ourselves. Once again, why why are you traveling with people that you don't trust? Like, I can't imagine all the stuff that we did on that Toronto trip that every single thing we did, we had to split it immediately. Like, every single step we made, how much I owe you, how much, girl, I don't know. And we're, we're wasting the moment right now pulling our calculators but at the same time as a voice of reason even splits are the best and some people aren't going to remember at the end of the trip like i am and uh i do i am understanding about that when that does happen i just you know just just send me twenty dollars just you know and then you know everybody got a different payment method some people have cash and some people don't some people refuse to use paypal and they want to send you venmo i personally hate venmo i gotta go on my app like sometimes it's just good to just wait to the end pull out your notepad on your phone and say trey paid for this 300 dinner and i ordered the steak this night and i know my shit was 60 dollars easy so just write it down that's probably an easy way to do that I promise you, if you travel with me, it ain't no hard feelings. I'm not finna look at you on excursion the next day with my fucking arms folded like this bitch ain't paid for her food last night. Who the fuck she thinks she is ordering fucking hot chocolate? Like, come on, man. That that just goes into like knowing who you're traveling with and let's just get that etiquette a little better. It's painful watching other group trips do that too. Or birthday dinners. The girls are all uh Looking around, trying to avoid the question of who paying for it, how we going to split it. And the waitress is just working her ass off, splitting this tab. Like, oh my goodness. It's, it's painful watching that, you guys. So, even splits are 
the best though. I guess I will admit that even splits are the best. I will uh, succumb to that. But I would just rather travel with, you know, the I got it. The I got it. Because I got you. I got you. So a question that somebody asked me from, uh, I love going off on a tangent. A question that somebody asked me from one of the past episodes, they was like, why don't you like titles? Like, why did you, you know, go in on Christmas like that? <laughs> So a story that I like to tell people is uh, my granny was Santa in the hood. When I was a kid, my grandma raised me since I was three years old in Atlanta. And we stayed in the hood. We stayed in the projects, Egan Homes, Vine City, off of James P. Brawley, MLK, right there by the uh, Georgia Dome. And uh, Ashby Street. I mean, don't make me name drop these streets, y'all. Simpson Road, Bankhead. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Granny is a hustler. I don't know if y'all know. A lot of my friends, I know I said this too. A lot of my friends be like, just tell Granny no. Like, first of all, can you tell your grandmother no? Probably not. Then on top of that, this is Consuela. You're not telling Consuela Dorothy Jackson no. Nobody in the history since January 5th, 1942, since she was born in Chicago, Illinois, in the South Side, nobody has told her no. That's in the Guinness World, World Record. I mean, you can check it. Nobody has told this one woman that has walked this earth no, ever. She has changed their mind, okay? So that's that. Uh she her catchphrase when I was a kid is you never let the left hand know what the right hand doing. Hustler of the fucking century, okay? Granny ain't we ain't have no beds. We ain't have no sofa. Oh, but a bitch had a Christmas tree. And the Christmas tree sat on top of all of my toys. And they was wrapped and they said from Santa. And when I tell you I looked around that house like Santa, I want a bed. Bro, I don't I don't want none of this. I mean I did once I opened it, I was like, shit. Goddamn Barbie, goddamn Ken, we gotta get to it. But I looked around like Santa's supposed to come down the chimney. We don't have a chimney, we barely have heat. Uh none of these kids have anything. But all of these kids have toys, and it took about the second Christmas of seeing that. Maybe the third Christmas, I actually saw her right from Santa. And I was like, girl, I knew it was you. But she gave the whole, she gave the whole hood toys. She figured out how to finesse Atlanta Public Schools, uh, all these people. Uh, she knew uh, Mayor Bill Campbell. Uh, she knew a lot of influential people and got all these hood kids toys. And I'm not going to say that made me not believe in Christmas. I mean, listen, when I tell you she had these hood dudes, like, you know, it ain't no grass in the projects. And granny, my granny was finna grow some grass. She was going to have a garden. And if you lived in the projects, you know it's always an old lady that has a huge garden. Fucking Amazon rainforest. 
and fucking three fucking feet of yard. She has her shit together. And Granny wanted that for her apartment and could never get it. So she roped it off and everything. And before the whole Christmas gifts stuff, not, none of the uh, dope boys respected that at all. But once she started getting post gifts and stuff, all the dope boys walked right on around her yard. This got down. You're not walking through this grass. This is serious. Like, she don't want us walking on the grass. She got goddamn us gifts. She did this. She did that. We not walking in this grass. We finna walk these Rottweilers around. <laughs> we finna walk through these other four yards and these other four yards. But her yard is off limits. And, you know, if you dissect what I just said, we didn't have anything. And Christmas, Granny got me everything that I did not need. Atlanta did not they were they were focused on giving us a roof over our head but they were not focused on giving these kids uh good food we had cheese you know government cheese back then was popular we had cheese spam all of that um we didn't have actual food we didn't have they didn't give us anything that we needed but on december 25th so if you if you see where I'm going here, it just really instilled in me like to be thankful for a hustler first of all, and it taught me to hustle, to get what you want out of life, and to make your own destiny. But first of all, nobody's going to really take care of you. You have to take care of yourself. But these made up holidays and these made up titles and no, so that is why I don't. That's one of the reasons why I'm just like, um. To tie that into this conversation, why are we forcing only girls on this trip? Why can't we do the natural evolution of the trip? Why is this an only guy's trip? If my male friend wants to go on a guy's trip and it's a destination I want to go to, oh, best believe I'm going. Why the fuck not? I don't have to be up under him. You got to really understand what type of person you are also. If you the lovey-dovey, let's hold hands. Okay, maybe you shouldn't join your guy on his guy's trip. You want to be up under him all day and hold. If that's touching and all that shit is your love language, maybe you don't need to go. But get off of me. We in Cancun. Matter of fact, I'll see you in two days. The fuck? We don't have to be up under each other. I'll meet y'all at the club or something like that, but I'm finna go get me a massage. Um, I don't have to be around your boys like that. I could go do my own thing. I could be a third wheel on somebody's on somebody's couple strip. Um, I don't have to be around y'all all day. You could come on a couple strip with me. If you know me, once again, I'm not gonna be booed up like that. So, come on, let's go. Let's go make some memories all together. Life is too short to put so many titles on shit and make shit way more difficult than it has to be. Like, come on, you guys. Let's make this a little bit more easy. And uh, travel with more people that you trust where you don't have to pull out a calculator at the table. One of the answers on Facebook, the guy was like, he was real petty. He went to uh, dinner with some co-workers to a place that he did not want to go. He pulled out his calculator to a penny and paid for his portion of the food. 
I ain't gonna lie, some of my coworkers are hell, so I could see that. This petty. That's petty, petty, petty. And a couple people said um, they don't drink like that. One of them doesn't drink at all. So he not finna split it when it's a bunch of alcohol on the tab and he didn't drink. Considering a lot of people around me do drink, I didn't even think like that. Like, man, what if you go on a trip with people that got unlimited mimosas and took three shots of Casamigos a piece? Like, at that point, you know, all you did order was a salad. But if you if you are on a trip, you know, I would probably expect one of them to pay for that tab, actually. So there's an expectation bias there. I would expect you to pay for the tab, and I would, because that's me. Unlimited mimosas, three shots. I summit two of these shots, and you summit the th I, I just pay for this, and then you get something the next day. If you see your friend only got a salad, just pay for their fucking salad. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what's so hard about that. Like, we're here to have fun. We're here to have fun. Once again, if you have a problem with paying for the salad, because you think that they're there for your money transactional call me judgmental but you're probably a transactional friend to them and they're a transactional friend to you and y'all sitting there i was around a group of friends like that i was around a group of friends that they always undercut each other they were always joking and the jokes were mean and they seemed to function like that just fine and i was friends with one of the girls off to the side and I heard some of the stuff that she said, and I was around two of the friends that were just like, uh, such and such didn't come here with money, and such and such didn't have this, and they gonna expect us to pay for this, and it just, wow, like, those ain't jokes. Y'all are actually being passive-aggressive. Maybe I should have been a therapist. You know what? Let me go back to school. Y'all are just being passive aggressive and y'all really don't like each other for real, for real. Y'all y'all can love each other. You know you can love somebody and not like them. You can like somebody and not love them. So y'all been in situations where y'all got love for each other, but y'all don't really like each other. It's a lot of shit about each other that y'all don't like. And I, I was just really shocked to see how, how many jokes that they threw out, you know, that were just like kind of mean, mean girls. And then, you know. It's a little bit unenjoyable from the outside in. And I could kind of see how uh, those individuals, you know, can't say what I was about to say. I could, I could kind of see why people people are kind of sad off, off to the side, basically. Like, you know, your friends are mean to you. Transactional friends. That's, that's kind of a... Uh, that's kind of my underlying, you know, why are we splitting this tab like this? You're in some transactional situations to the point where, man, I can't even trust you. Let me know if I'm wrong, because I could be wrong about that. Maybe y'all are accountants and you just really want every single meal to be calculated down to a T. A lot of my feedback on Instagram was just this. The girls were like, we're grown. I got it. If we got to split the tab, you're traveling with the wrong people. I was like, man, that's kind of my sentiment. Um, 
it's kind of odd also that my reactions from Facebook to Instagram, maybe because Instagram, you're replying to a DM and most people won't see it. So you can be a little bit more honest. So my Instagram DMs were all the same sentiment of what I'm saying here on the podcast. And Facebook, it is a, uh, my Facebook is a lot more broad too, with more family and way more Navy friends too. So that's why I ask different questions or the same questions on different platforms so that I can see the different uh, responses from people. It's so many, so many different people on my Facebook, so many different races, so many different mindsets, ages are completely different. And people on my Facebook don't travel as much either as Instagram. Let's see. My outline is kind of like out of place at this point. But basically, I already said this, one person per meal per day. If it's not even, so what? This is the most fun yeah, that came naturally. I didn't even get to that. I didn't even get to this part of the outline. I already said that. That literally comes natural to me. And I have I had the most fun when I travel with people like that. So my question is that I'm going to ask for the next travel segment. Do you have to be with your group the entire trip? Why? I really want to know why. I really want to know why in my example with the couples, right? Let's just say I hop on a couple trip and it's two couples and they going somewhere that I just really want to go and I don't have uh, someone to take with me, right? Why can't I hang out with them for half a day or whatever, go get dinner, go do an excursion of my own the second day? Maybe meet up with them at the club. Go to a spa the third day. Like, do you have to be with people the entire trip? I I really want to dissect that. I really, really want to dissect that. Do we have to all pile into the same Uber? Can we order two Ubers? Um, in Toronto, I, I love using that trip as an example. It was just so easy. But my Navy friend, uh, Serena, was there. And Serena refused to walk anywhere. It was so funny. Like, girl, our, our uh, Airbnb, come on, Airbnb, sponsor me. Uh, our Airbnb is two blocks away. Mind you, voice of reason, this is where I know I'd be wrong at. Action Jackson will walk a thousand miles. Listen, that's really how I get my exercise on these trips. I will walk across America okay um I don't be realizing that everybody don't want to do that so that's 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 my travel thing that people absolutely <laughs> loathe like try get your motherfucking ass in the car I always trying to walk somewhere um but yeah Serena was just like no nah, I'm not walking two blocks I'm on vacation I'm getting in this Uber <laughs> and it was so funny I went with them uh anyway in the Uber but I could have walked on my own and I was totally planning on it because I was irritated actually at first like girl it's two blocks 
this is how we're gonna get our exercise but she's so funny you gotta know serena to know that that was fucking hilarious uh-uh, i ain't walking uh-uh, i'm on vacation and it was just two blocks girl like we argued and laughed all night over that one of my rule of thumbs is why do we have to take a flight together so my story behind that question is when we went to hawaii we went on an excursion and the tour guide was like you see the most divorces on honeymoons people come i'm gonna say that again (laughs) you see the most divorces on honeymoons people come there on their honeymoon and they argue because they've never traveled together travel brings out the worst in everybody which is why these topics are kind of hard to talk about um that's why i I didn't want to repeat certain stories i don't (sighs) some some of the stories can be a little bit painful when i talk to you about the uh faux pas of traveling when i really get into it how we one time we got stuck in houston on my birthday um i got stuck in so many situations and you know uh the unsafe situation that we were in in the dr um everyone handled those well everyone handled those situations well but there are some situations where you just want to man maybe the worst one was when emirates lost my luggage man We'll get we'll get into the faux pas of traveling. You can be with someone that handles that absolutely wrong. And you just married them yesterday. And they flipping out screaming and flipping over tables. Now y'all are locked up abroad because you ain't know this dude had an anger problem. So yeah, I could I could kind of see that. Cause I'd be like, uh-uh. No, 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 I ain't signed up for this. This ink is not dry. Go ahead and erase my name off this marriage certificate. We're going to go ahead and go back to date. It was fun. I'm happy that I totally got it once he said that. Like, And a lot of that is because when I gave y'all those few examples just now, 70% of them was the actual traveling, the flight, the Uber ride, the, the just the travel is so uncomfortable so if you take separate flights you ain't got to see that person for however many hours and then you're you're excited to see that person especially for y'all that just got a gone girl's trip you can't tell me you just enamored to see that person when you just sat on a flight for them to dubai for 14 hours you is tired of that bitch i don't want to see you so now, obviously, a 14-hour flight, I probably would want to travel with my friend. But when we get there, let's let's chill for a second. I see you tomorrow. I see you tomorrow. So that's a question. That's going to take some deep thought on you guys' part. Do you have to be together the entire trip? Yes or no? And can you take separate flights from your crew? Especially if it's a week-long trip. Separate flights, separate seats. Ooh, that's a good one. On same flight, separate seats. And I've asked this before, but I'm going to revisit it anyway. How many people per room? 
And when you answer that, I, I would like to know your age range. Like, and if you don't have social media, if you're just on a podcast, you can email me admin, A-D-M-I-N, admin at picturemeliving.com. You can email me all the answers to these questions. Please give me examples. Send me pictures. I can repost them on our Instagram page. Please leave a five-star review. If you got to leave a one-star review, let me know first. Let me know what I can do to improve. Give me some constructive criticism. I take all types of feedback, positive and negative. And I really want to thank you for listening this far. It means the world to me. Thank you. Uh Uh-oh, I done broke my uh, microphone. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.